Let's bring in our next guests, plural. Quentin Barry joining the show for the first time and the first base coach of the Milwaukee Brewers with us. And did you know that he was joining us for this little combo, Quentin? Adam Jones back. Yeah, he said he, he said he might get in here a little bit and jump in. So I'm glad to see you could make it. I hey. love it. Jonesy, it's all you, baby. Intro this this bad boy. Hey man, everybody, I don't know how many people know, but me and Q go back like finger waves. Uh grew up grew up in San Diego, California, went to uh elementary and high school together just uh, been best man at each other's weddings me and q go back just forever but we've been uh, in the last i mean the last 17 years we've been at a professional relationship also with playing sports and being on uh you know playing major league baseball so my biggest my most important question to him is this offseason was so important because his name was mentioned in a managerial conversation now how much traction did it get? It doesn't matter. When your name is mentioned in a managerial conversation, it just gets clicks and it just, you know, gets people talking. My question to you, Q, and it's a two-part question, is when you heard your name in that, because I think I texted you that, how did it make you feel that, like, you know, hey, somebody thinks highly of me that, you know, my skill or maybe my trajectory is going to be good? And how's your shower bod? Go. <laughs> oh man well i on the second part man i'm hearing dad bods are in so you know what i'm saying it is what it is but uh no man i, I don't take that lightly you know what i mean i'm i'm i'm, I'm grateful you know I'm, I'm glad to be in the conversation you know like you said however much traction that gets it is what it is but you know my career you know i have goals and aspirations and you know i want to be upwardly mobile and in, in what i'm doing so um, it's just glad to be in the conversation. I, I, I don't take that lightly at all. So it's good. Hey, I'm going to jump right into a baseball question for you. You've been a first base coach for years. You were fast as hell. You never got caught basically. So do you think that there are going to be more stolen bases this year? Because as you know, the magic number is what around 78 ish percent or something like that. Like you can almost make a math equation out of if a player should go for second based on the pop time and it looked like the success was too high last season so teams should be riskier yeah i mean uh, i think last year was like kind of like the the beginning stage of what you're going to see um everybody had an opportunity to kind of get a feel for it last year um and you're definitely going to see more attempts uh the success rate is up i believe it should be over 80 percent easily with the way um the game has kind of like shaped itself so that base running can be a thing for the fans and and for the excitement of the game. So you're going to continue to see the rise, but I think, you know, baseball circular, you're going to see ways that they can, you know, get it back. You're going to see too many stolen bases and they're going to want to revert back and be able to have catchers throwing guys out and not see it be so consistent. So it's just a matter of time. But as of for right now, I think you're going to continue to see it grow and the success rate be high. Why didn't you let Rowdy eat then? Why didn't you? Why uh, were you holding Rowdy back? Why didn't you let hey, him hold eat, on, man? I tell you what, I let him run before I let you run, man. I tell you that right. Oh, you know, oh. That, you know that ain't real. <laughs> you know that ain't real, Q. I seen you chugging, man. I seen you chugging, man. I know, I know how you get down the line. So you know, I put the, I put the hold. The red light is on with you, Crabby. I ain't man. gonna lie to you. Man, <laughs> just, cause, just because you came on here with your, with your. Adam Jones goatee look-alike. Like, man, I know you guys are buddies, but, man. At least it's not like, Jimmy Rollins. At least it's not hey. a Jimmy Rollins one of the days. <laughs> Get no, my he head. doesn't have the Jimmy Rollins. There ain't no gray in there yet. 
It took me 35 years to be able to grow this, man. Let it eat, man. It's just, it's just hanging in there. Leave, leave it alone, man. Leave it alone. No, but Roddy was good, man. He got a few for us, but um, one time he asked me what the uh, what the pop time was, and before I gave him the pop time, he just took off, and he got thrown out. So we told him, you can't do that no more, man. <laughs> hey, are you going to miss him? You, you, you guys lost some people, so obviously the latest one is – Corbin Burns, where were you mm-hmm. and what did you think when you saw that? Because we had Corbin on the other day and he said that they were wavering. At first, it sounded like they were going to trade mm-hmm. him and then they kind of told him they weren't. <laughs> what do you got mm-hmm. there, Jonesy? I just got an Orioles cup. Uh, I knew that question would be asked. <laughs> don't want to so, rub it in or anything? But... Yeah, I don't want to rub it in. I'm happy. You know, we talked about it on privately about this you know, many times. Obviously, that would be the perfect person. But with them winning last year, they couldn't move, they couldn't move them. So, happy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things. You can't replace a Corbin Burns. You can't replace any of these guys, man. Uh, you know, Hater was the same. You know, these these are guys. These are these are very special talents, special individuals in the clubhouse. But you know, you, you put the faith in the organization. You know, we've proved time and time again to be competitors in the Central, and you know, we put our faith in that and just continue to go out there and compete. But Corbin is man, that's a horse, man. That's an absolute horse. Orioles, you know, gained a good one there. Just it, just a teammate and a and a competitor. So. You know, it hurts to see him go, but we're focused on this year and what we're going to do. And I think we added some pieces, and, and I think uh, our team will continue to do so. So we're ready to go. Can Murph keep it up? Can Murph keep up the magic that Counts had? Does he have Does he have what it takes? Because we told him he can't change. Murph can't change mm-hmm. who he is from the bench right. coach Murph to, right. to big Hefe Murph. Yeah, and I, and I think you know Murph really well, you know, with your time being there. And I think they did a good job keeping the temperature of the clubhouse, of the coaching staff by having Murph step in and, and do what he does. And I think you're exactly right. He's going to be himself. Um, you know, he keeps that clubhouse loose. You know, he delegates really well as far as his coaching staff and, and puts trust in us. And I think we're all coming in there ready to go. It wasn't much change over other than counts. And like you said, counts, counts, unbelievable, man. I learned so much from him. Um, super happy for him and the opportunity he has for him and his family over there. Um, but, um, you know, I think having Murph step in there, keeping the temperature the same, I think it's good for the clubhouse. Adding Ricky Weeks is huge. You know, guys really respect him. Um, and uh, we got other guys like Charlie Green coming in here, real base baseball guys to work with this heavy analytic uh, organization. And I think when we're marrying the two, I think it's, it's, a, it's a recipe for success. So we'll be there. Who's the guy we should look at? Who's the, who's the guy? Because there's a lot of talk about, like, Willie Adamas possibly getting traded, whether Willie gets traded or not. To me, I think a Bryce Terang is is a guy that everybody needs to know and look at. But outside of that, who's a guy that you're going to be like, hey, we got to th- this this guy's going to lead us and carry us. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think we got so many young guys that are going to come in here. Um, they got some experience last year. It's not just one; it's many. It's many of these young guys that got to step up. You got you know Sal Freilich, you got the Joy Weimers, the Garrett Mitchells, you got. Churio coming in, of course you got Bryce and Andrew Monastery, all these all these new pieces and, and, and a lot of these guys got a little taste of it last year. You know how it is when you get up there for the first time, getting your feet wet, trying to like, you know, not step on anybody's toes and don't really know where to go, when to do this, when not to do that. And I think last year was a good learning learning point for them to come in here and get, get comfortable and, and feel like they're a part of something. So this year it's up to those guys to step up and coming in. And, you know, we got Reed, we got Hoskins coming in here. I think is is awesome, man. I'm super excited about that. I think it's a great addition. And yeah, I think him and Yelly together and Willie also, like, those guys are going there and lead this thing. Um, are you excited, guys excited about 
obviously getting it with the trade, getting Ortiz and getting D.L. Hall, getting two guys who are young and hungry in their early careers. Obviously, you lose Corbin Burns, but you're getting two guys who are ready and I believe are major league ready, and you're gonna get a they're gonna get an opportunity. I should we 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 all hope. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you what. They don't tell me nothing, and I don't know nothing until it's all said and done, man. I'm the first base coach, outfield coach, man. I stay in my lane, and I do what I'm supposed to do. But we'll see what that looks we'll, we'll see what that looks like. Everybody's got to come in and compete, man. We all got to compete. But, uh, yeah, we're excited to see them, man. It seems like they got electric stuff. I've watched some of the videos of Ortiz. I've seen him hit. I've seen him move a little bit. He looks like an electric player. Obviously, we know Hawk can throw it, man, and, and there's there's some big pieces. Any, anytime you're a part of a big trade like there, man, there's – there's there's a uh, there's a, there's a, a great outlook on what you can do and how you can help this organization. So I'm excited to see it getting in there to spring training. But as far as like transactions, man, you know what I'm saying? That ain't me. I'm just you know I'm just I'm just the first base coach, man. Outfield coach. That's, that's me. <laughs> All right. Well, give us give us a, a line on Cheerio. Like yeah, yeah. Honestly, we, most people don't know him. From right. you, obviously, this is your guy. This is your number one guy in your organization. What can you tell the people? Uh, about them, like you know, people that we've seen video, we've seen snippets. Not many people have seen a whole AAA game. I don't know. I've never right, seen. Right, right, right. No, no, no doubt. Give so give us give us a, a a very good evaluation on on this young kid because obviously he got the money, but again, right. he's gonna get a chance to play every single day in the major leagues. What is right. what is uh tell tell us about him? Well, you know, he's special, man. You know how we all go, we go around, you go on that field, and you see that one guy on the field that looks like, oh wait. There's something about that dude. You can see it just right out of the gate, man. That's a special dude, man. Every time he steps in that box, he never looks like he's overmatched. He's got great control over the at-bat. He's got unbelievable power. He can do it all. He can run. He can fly. He can defend. He, he's special. I think he's be something that everybody's going to be talking about for a long time. You know, he's going to be I, – I think he has a potential. Obviously, everybody knows. You get to the big leagues, you got to prove it, right? That's what we're all going to say. We're, we're always going to, you know, hold that standard to the major league level. But I think he has a possibility of being in those conversations with the Acunas, you know, with the Sotos and all that, with the way he can swing the bat. And, you know, it, you know, you could sit back here and look, you was on the road, say it didn't happen. But, you know, when we project and you look at these guys, they don't hand that over. They don't, they don't just give away money like that or, like, invest that much into somebody unless there's something there. And when you watch them play, you can really see it's there, man. You really can't. He's a special, he's a special player. I like that. Anyone else outfield-wise that we should keep an eye on? Oh man, we've been drafting first rounders in the alpha for a long time. I like to say that's what I'm saying. Got, Give me the lowdown. There's only three spots some, I heard. I know, I know. We got some three, so they can't mess it up. So they better not mess it up. If they do, that's my fault. So I'll be out of there. But <laughs> yep. um, no, nah, we got we got some good ones. Sal Frey looks really good. Joy Wimmer's a special guy out there in the outfield. He does some really special stuff. Obviously, we know Garrett Mitchell is unbelievable, possible five-tool player when it comes to the major league level. Um, Blake Perkins, also another guy that we added um, last year who came up and did a great job for us. Yelly, Yelly proved himself, did a great job out there and made it, you know, he, he made an argument for himself to continue to stay out there last year defensively um, with the metrics and everything like that. So we got, a, we got a lot of pieces, man. We got a lot of pieces. We lost Tyrone Taylor, but like I said, we got a lot of upcoming, um, uh, upcoming uh, players that are really good. And, you know, I'm excited to watch these guys go to work next year, the, uh, the spring training. I want to take it to like the coaching side of it. Um, a lot of, obviously we both have a lot of friends, myself included, that is trying to get back into the, I would say coaching side of the game, but the khakis and the polo side of the game. Um, what is your advice, especially you, I mean, you, you were a coordinator. What is your advice for, for guys who are either freshly out the game or whatever, trying to get back into baseball? Because again, this is, we have the PhD 
baseball players have PhD in baseball. So we know we do other things and we have these other business ventures. We don't know that. There's just somebody told us we should do it. We know baseball. What is your advice to somebody who is trying to get back into the game, either coaching or if they want, obviously, you know, with scheduling, when it comes to either TV or coordination, what's your best advice and how do you get back into baseball, professional baseball? Well, my biggest advice whenever I talk to somebody is stop looking for the perfect situation. Stop looking for the perfect situation. Stop looking for the best financial situation. You know what I mean? It's it's it, it's a humbling experience when you go into coaching, especially when you get in it to, for the first time. They have all they, you know they have they have all the leverage. You've never done it before, but uh, you know guys go from you know when you talk to them when they fresh out of the game, it's like, hey man, I need this role, I need that role, I need this type of money. And then as the years go by, the years go by, they start to like drop those expectations. So it's like, dude, get in there where you get a good opportunity to learn, um, figure out what coaching is all about, your style and stuff like this, what organizations are teaching. Get out there. And then just get your foot in the door. And then from that, let your ability and who you are as a person, you know, ignite everything else and you'll move quickly through the organization. But sometimes, you know, you got to kind of put your pride aside of what you expect um, coming out of the game. Just because you did it doesn't mean you can necessarily teach it. And it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get the best circumstance for you. You just kind of got to get in there and then take the bull by the horns and, and get after it. See, you know this, Q. You know this, Q. Jonesy and AJ, they, they don't – both AJs, they don't know about this. They don't know about grinding. You you were grinding. You and I were grinding, okay? Yeah. But yeah. that's where your grinding stops. Is there anybody yeah. in the big leagues that has a better shoe game than you and you can't say John Jay? Hey, John Jay. Hey, John Jay's nice, man. I tried to get some of his shoes, but he his feet, I think his feet are too big, man. He's got all those skater <laughs> shoes too, man. I can't, I can't get into none of those. But, uh, I mean, he's – I mean, it's it's tough not to say him, um, but it, it, it's pretty good. I feel like all the coaches now, even the umpires are walking around with Jays. So everybody's kind of got a nice shoe game now. Everybody's kind of competing to stay up. You got ones all over the field. But, yeah, John Jay, I mean, I can't not say him, man. It's it's, it's nice. It's nice. So he's an 80? He's an 80 and you're a 70, He's an 80, right? man. He's an 80. He's an 80. Are I mean, they don't do the 75s, but, I mean, I'd like to put me up there at the 75 <laughs> if I could get that extra five on top. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me get in there. Let hey, Q. Hmm. I want to talk about this. Other, it's the happiest day of my career. It's like a two-part day. Yeah. Day you got called up. Day I got signed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know this day. Right. It's also the day you had a double. That was a bunt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It didn't make it. It's a, it's a double, but people didn't think it was going to be followed by the word bunt. Right. Was you trying to – you weren't trying that, were you? No, I wasn't. You know, I, 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 I had to come in and make a splash. I had to come in and make a splash. I was trying to stay there. I was trying to do something that wasn't regular. So, you know, it was, it, I, the good thing about my man Adam is, like, he's always done that, man. He's always put me or, you know, people who he, he appreciates and, you know, holds a lot of respect to up in front of him. And he always talks about that, that being the most important day, even though he, he signed that big deal that day. Um but no, man, it was interesting to be able to do that. Is that part of the trivia question you want everybody to ask every time? Like, what was your first hit? It was a bunt double. Well, probably why I followed up with getting DFA'd a lot after that. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> probably why I got DFA'd like seven times. But it's okay. It's okay. We was there, though. We was, we was there. <laughs> Fans knew it. They brought it up in the chat. They were like, you got to ask about the bunt double. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was off of, I don't know, it was McAllister, McAllister, got him, 
I think that's who it was. But yeah, yeah, bunt double, man. I appreciated it. Got that slide hey, percentage up. Bullet in the books right off the top. Hey, you know Q. What I'm saying? Q, can yeah. you tell the story about the second time that we played together in 2016? We were in AAA in, uh, let's see, what was that? Salt Lake. Salt Lake. And then you took your you took your standard out in August to try to make a playoff roster for September. Mm-hmm. And you get to the Adams mark in Buffalo. And what happened? Oh, man. Yeah, that was probably the worst experience of my entire life. I, uh, <laughs> you know, having to having to join Kratzy again, you know, that was one thing. And then, and then it also, <laughs> but they get to stay at the uh, Adams Mark, and I wake up in the morning, and I felt something on my face, running down my face. And so I run in the bathroom, and I got a mark, and there's a bug on my face. And then I go in there and uh, turn on all the lights, and I strip the sheets a little bit, and I a couple bugs in there and so i run downstairs and um go to the lobby and ask i'm like hey man like i got bugs in my bed like y'all got to give me a better spot long story short i wake up they they move me but i wake up in the morning i had 95 bug bites alone on my right arm i had bites all the way down my groin down my leg my back my face and so i'm calling my agent man like man what are we doing what are we doing over here at the adults mark in buffalo i remember so Oh my God, man! It was one of the it was one of the nastiest things that I ever felt a part of, and uh, I thought I can't play. I can't play like this. Y'all gonna have to give me a day or two, man, because I'm I'm emotionally ruined and my body is ruined. So I take a couple of days off and then you know put some ointment on and try to get back. But that was probably one of the worst nights of my life. I remember, I remember that you sent me those pictures. I'm like, bro, oh my God, this you just ain't oh my it. God. This is hey, not it. The people want to know since we grew up together, uh-huh. who was, who was faster? Oh, you can mm. answer that question, Doc. Don't do that. Don't do come that. on. Don't do that. That's like me asking who threw harder. I had more range. <laughs> Here we go. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I got to have one of them. I got to yeah. have one of them. I got you more range. You really was faster. Good, really good talent. You was faster. You're really good talent, man. I had more range. What's a really good talent? You really you, good you talent, man. Ra- you you really had more good, range. Man. You were faster. I had more range. You saw what I was doing in the Southern League while you was up in the big leagues doing your thing and everywhere else down in the minors, bro. It would have it would have eclipsed everything that you did, bro. Putting up fifty bags. Tell them putting Q. up fifty of them things, man, you know? Hey, your your hey. hips. Your hips don't work like that, man. Yeah. They, but that's man, but the body of work when I had it out there you, you were good man man I, hey, good. I got i got third base first and third base coaches like yourself fired for them saying go go hey. keep going Dude, hey we gotta talk to you after the game bro it's time to what you doing you see who was hit to what you doing one of, the, one of the best moments of my life was when i was when i was with the chicago cubs with austin jackson and they put me in center and moved austin to right field and he was fish eyeing me the whole time and he said i hope you drop everything <laughs> 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 he was so mad, bro. I looked at him and said, dang, Austin, dude, they moving you to right for your boy Q to come out here and run oh. down center. He said, boy, I hope you drop everything. <laughs> <laughs> they would have done the same you know, to you, but. Yep. Okay. No, hell no. Facts. You crazy as hell. Like, hey, Facts. You crazy. You crazy. Only time, I ever, only time I ever got moved out of center was a, a, double, uh, a double switch, Switched. and I was hot about that. Only time I ever got moved out of center. Don't, don't, don't play with me. <laughs> We've been talking about this for the last since off season. 
because I told you, as soon as you get home, because I've been out here in Spain playing paddle, as soon as you get home, you're going to play pickle and you're going to get up to and you're going to get addicted and you're going to buy all the clothes and the mm. shoes and look like a fake ass Andre Agassi. And do all this. <laughs> look at you. Yeah, Already. Looking like a damn fake ass Andre Agassi. <laughs> Already. Which one that's is a brutal better? picture. Uh, that's a brutal picture. That's, that's bad form right there. That's, that's, oh, that's bad geriatric. form. It's all bad form. Hey, I, I dropped mean, that ball you, in, I, by the way. Obviously, you're getting in. to share this with you're getting to share this with my with my uh, my godson Cameron and obviously numerous friends in the family. But how much fun have you had? Really, literally playing pickle and uh, obviously we talked about playing a little bit of Padel uh, this off season. I think it's awesome, man. I think I think the 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 movement we're getting from it and all the young players coming out here mixed with the older generation. You know, I hate cardio. I really do. My wife, she goes to the gym for two hours and I'm like, I don't want to be here anymore. I've been doing this my whole life. I'm retired. I'd rather, I don't want to be on the treadmill and on the bike for 35, 45 minutes and then start my workout. So I like to go play pickles, keep my heart rate elevated, move around, get a little cardio in. But I have a blast. I was able to play a lot with my son this off season. Uh, my boy, Mike uh, Garcia, got me hooked on it as soon as I came here. And uh, I've been playing ever since, getting all the equipment, all the tools. I got multiple paddles. I got lightweight ones. I got heavyweight ones. I got ones for control. I got ones that come over the top, big top spin, man. I, you know, wifey got another package coming to the door. She's hot about it, but it is what it is. Fall in love with it. Um, so it, uh, that's, that's, that's kind of where we're at. And when I get to Milwaukee, I'm going to start. I'm going to join a league. I'm going to join a league out there. I'm going to take them out. So Milwaukee, look out, bro. Here I come, bro. Come. <laughs> <laughs> hey Q, well back back to the glory days again. So, what was the streak? What was the number? I was trying to look quick. What what was the stolen base streak? Um, I think I think it was. I was like twenty five for twenty five. I think it was the craziest stat, though. I will tell you that about this. I didn't realize this, and Mike Brasso came up to me and, and told me this. I had no idea. My whole career in the minors, I finished at three ninety nine and I had no idea. And he just looked at me and goes, so you just couldn't get that one more. You just, <laughs> bro, I had no idea. So my minor league, my minor league stolen bases stopped right at three ninety nine. had no idea until like last year. And so every day he walked in the club, I was thinking, well, hey, three ninety nine, what's up, bro? How you living? And so I was like, oh. <laughs> had no idea, had no That's idea. That's cold, no nobody told league. you. That's, Nobody looking at minor league stats. Nobody care. Like Kratz, Kratz looking at minor league stats like crazy. No, <laughs> what I got. Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel pressure though, Q? When when you heard like you know now it's twenty two for twenty two. Did you feel like oh heat check? I'm just gonna keep going because eventually I'll get caught and it'll still look like a ninety something percent success rate. Or were you like, damn, how far can I take this without getting caught in the big leagues? No, I, I definitely, I definitely had pressure on it just because I felt like in order to continue to get these jobs in September, to continue to get these jobs in the playoffs, like when you have that mark, it's like, oh, Quentin Steele, you know what I'm saying? He's perfect. He's perfect. You want a job done, he'll do it. So I just felt like I couldn't get caught. I couldn't get caught. And, you know, I held that on. But sometimes it kind of works against you because then you get a little too timid. And that's my thing. It's like, you can't be too timid. If you're going to be a base dealer, you got to be aggressive. You got to be willing to get thrown out. You know, you take your chances here and there. If you get caught up in the numbers, it kind of takes that away from you. I talk with Yelich all the time because he's such a perfectionist. He wants to be perfect on the bases all the time. So, like, I have to constantly remind him, like, you know, hey, bro, you got to take chance. Even when it looks like it might not be, if the offense isn't really clicking right now or we need you to get in the score, but it's like, take the chance. It's okay if you get thrown out and it's not. But, you know, he'll get to 21 or 22 and be like, oh, man, almost cute. 
almost feel like he wants to try to beat me in that just so he can have a little one up on me in that. I said, dude, you got everything else, bro. You're good. You got everything else. You beat me everywhere else, bro. Just let me have that 25 or 25. You'll be all right. So, uh, but it's just one of those things that, you know, you try to balance it out and try to be aggressive, but you want to have a high percentage. But, you know, I appreciate the fact that it was, it was, you know, taken on to and everybody liked it and kind of ran with it. I want to, I want you to take me to the father, Quentin. How awesome is it to get to share the field with Cameron and Camila? Oh, I mean, obviously, when, when Cameron's able to come out there in the summer, obviously he's in school in San Diego, but when he's able to come out there in the summertime and spend the time with you at the field, and he's of age to where nobody's complaining, he ain't six, so mm -hmm. he's of age and height where people don't bother him. Uh, but how, how awesome is it to – and he wants to be there, so you're not forcing right. him. Right, no. How awesome no. is it just to share that, that locker room with him? No, it's amazing. It's what we look at. You know, we all looked at it when we were young coming up and we saw the veteran guys, the older guys who come in there with their sons and, you know, they're doing like the little things with them and they're dressing up or, they're, you know, even like eating, showering and all that other kind of stuff, getting on the field, taking BP and doing all that other stuff. You're like, you were envious of that. You wanted that. So to get an opportunity to do that with my son and still be in the game, because I thought he was remember me playing, but I was done when he was like five or six, and he still he doesn't really remember it. I know you talk about your kids not really remembering it that well either. So to be in the game and allow him to have that experience where he's going to remember for the rest of his life. My my daughter comes out. She she hangs out with the uh, athletic trainer, Teresa. She does a great job. Sydney, one of our PR girls, she does a great job with my daughter, and she gets to come to the field early, too, sometimes. She gets to get a little bit of a feel for it, so it's not just Cameron. It's not like I can't be a part of it, too. So getting those opportunities are are really big for them and for me, and I just get happy to sit back there and watch him shag and just hope he doesn't wear one off the face, you know? <laughs> Camila don't go to no games. I know Camila. She don't go to no games, but me and Cam, we got to share a good moment with game two. No, it was game mm -hmm. one of the wild card. Of the uh, wild card, he got mm -hmm. to sit <clears throat> right next to me, center cut. Michaela was taking all kind of pictures. Now that was one of the best moments in my career because, like, I get to sit and sit and talk baseball with my godson, and like, yeah, you know, and you guys, and it's like front row. Everybody gets to see it, and it's just a special mm -hmm. moment that I know. I know he really enjoyed it because he got to go see the commissioner. He got to meet mm -hmm. CC, so yeah, he was yeah. just like, "Oh man, yeah. I'm floating on cloud nine. Bring it down, kind of, notch, dude. yeah." He, he felt like a big deal. And you know how it is, man. As as a father, man, that means the world, you know, to get him to have those experiences, to be able to hang out with you and sit there and, you know, watch and talk baseball. And, you know, you got all these people that are communicating with you and get to see him like CC. Like, I mean, that's, that's a huge deal, man, to be able to get up there and go, you know, talk with him and get those pictures and all those, build all those memories. So like, that's huge. That's what it's all about. That's what it, that's, at the end of the day, this is why we do what we do and stay in the game and build this you know, connection with everybody so we can have our kids out there and, you know, have them be a part of it. Love that. Well, Adam, want to do the uh, closing remarks? Say see you in spring training to your dude. Bye, Q. I'll see you in the summertime. Uh, <laughs> hope you, hope, hopefully you got some guys that make the All-Star team and you're at the All-Star game throwing home run derby. But see you at the All-Star game. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like that. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, no, Q. It was no. awesome having you on here for the first time, man. Appreciate you. And yeah, we'll, we'll see you, probably not in Arizona, but we'll see you in Milwaukee at some point over the season. No doubt. I appreciate y'all having me. Y'all take care of yourself, and we'll see you guys once everything gets rolling. Crap, miss you, dog. Miss you, bro. No, thank see you. See you later, man. Yeah. Right, man. Thank you, Q. And appreciate Adam, thank you, dude. Thanks for right. popping on, dude. We'll see you soon. Mr. Adam Jones. Just a little special guest appearance for the Quentin Berry interview.